Hi, this is Joseph Burton. And this is Linda Burton. With Fighting to Stay Married. Uh, this is another episode where we'll be going over Linda's book that she has written. It's called Dancing in Harmony, a guidebook to a harmonious relationship. So today we'll be just, uh, going over chapter two, which is titled, Before You Ask to Dance, Think Long Term. Yes. Can you explain a little bit about what that means? Yes. Um, we, we're in a relationship. We're so in the moment. Sometimes we don't look at the person long term. Is this what I want to, to um, have this relationship with, with, be with this person and deal with these issues long term as in the way they get upset, the way they talk to you, the way they feel about you, the way they feel about your family, the way, um, if there's already kids involved, that relationship. So how long then should a person start thinking about that? Because certainly you might not be thinking about that the first two weeks. You should look at it when you first enter the relationship. Mm -hmm. The problem is you start getting comfortable with the person. You let your guards down. You start to relax. Both people mm -hmm. and things just happen and mm. things slide into changing and adjusting and being you because mm. we do that interview um look the first couple of times being with that person you know the best of us but but then you start relaxing around the person and then your your true self come out or their true self come out oh. and it's not bad or good it's just who they are it really comes out because so you, you can't keep being um, having your best foot forward in everything you do. So it's easy to let things slide then. Yes. If you if you get too comfortable in a relationship and you don't stick to yeah, and, what you have in mind. And and we don't realize we, we talked about blind spots. We all have blind spots, and we don't realize the blind spot that's going on right in front of us but it's still a blind spot there's things that we accept the person of treating us or doing that's not healthy or right for us mm -hmm. and that's the time this is the time we need to look and see is this healthy and sometimes we have our family or our friends have an insight of that like um that's not good or you need to take care of that and we need to hear to that and not just blow it off, but take it in of, is this healthy? Is this right? Is this okay for that person to treat us that way? Because once we go farther in the relationship, it's harder to change it then. Mm. So this is much more than, than just having a good time. This is, this is serious when a relationship takes a serious turn or you want it to take a serious turn. Yeah, before you get to the point of, I wanna be with this person for the rest of my life, you're in that stage of getting to know the person. Between that stage and the commitment stage of being long-term with this person, you need to look at the good things and the bad things and see if this is the, what I want to be with and deal with for the rest of my life. Is this okay for this person to do this for me? It could be disrespect. What level is that? What level is it of them doing or meeting your needs? So how do you differentiate then between uh, a bad moment and you know how you distinguish between a bad moment or isolated event then this is what the person is like because everybody has bad days and they might have to say something where they come back and apologize so how do you distinguish them uh, what you want to put up with and for how long that's a good question part of it is thinking like this 
on your worst day, mm -hmm. it's still going to happen again. If your worst day is abusing of hitting me or belittling me and putting me down, then is that something I want to deal with for the rest of my life? And is it going to be worse in the future, more comfortable we get to, to um, in our relationship? So do you give a person one chance or two chances? Like, I mean, cause you say if a person has a bad day and they actually do it, belittle you, right? So is that, do you cut them off then or do you give them a chance to correct themselves? And so at what point in time do you make a decision? See, that's the whole point of this book. It's not about me saying you get this many chances. Uh -huh. It's for the person to look and each person and each situation is so different. They have to make the decision. Just like the very last paragraph, it says, this is the decision you have to make and you have to deal with for the rest of your life. I am not gonna make that decision for that person. No one else can make that decision for that person. They're going to have to live with their decision. So only that person alone can make that decision. Is this a one-time thing and I really feel this person won't do it again and I'm okay with it? Mm -hmm. Or this one-time thing? No, I am not gonna, this is my standard, this is, this is my limit and they cross the line and I, I can't go any farther with this person. Mm. Only that person that's making that decision can answer that question because it varies between each person. Yeah, so he might pick up, so you're a woman and you meet a, a, a guy and, and he does this that you really don't, you absolutely don't like. So you end that relationship, but the next guy, uh, you give a little bit more grace to. Like he does the same thing, not exactly the same way, but he does it, you know, the same thing pretty much, but you decide to, you decide to extend a little grace to that person. So how's that different from the first? So what did you see in that guy or what a person may see in that guy versus the first one? That only that female So that, that, that person question. would know that because, so maybe, okay. So I mean, I mean, that does make sense. So the person might not necessarily say, oh, if you do this and I, I can go through 15 or I won't, that's too much big of a number. <laughs> I can go through three guys very easily in a year because they got to that point and then they did the exact same thing and I cut them off. Yeah, but sometimes so. if it gets to the point that you keep coming across of the person's doing something, mm -hmm. then you need to stop and look at you. What, are you being attracted to that person? Are you like, you also have to look at yourself see. And, okay. and see um, why is this happening? Slow down and, and just go back to the introduction page when you find out about you and what you're looking for and what your um, type of person you want to be with. Mm -hmm. So you will have to go back a little bit and find out, am I into a pattern and how do I get out of this pattern? So would you say then, because uh, in my note that I wrote down, I wrote down, this is definitely the stage where you have been going out for a while. Yes. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is a stage. Because in the beginning, it's everybody, like I said, it's interview stage. Everybody's going to put their best foot forward. Mm -hmm. That's the best of them. After time, you relax. 
we were saying that two year get to know your person and i i'm starting to realize we say two years so much and it's mm -hmm. not actually two years some people get married in six months and it's okay it's just the point of getting to know that person mm -hmm. of, of taking the time and knowing even if you get married in six months you're still going to learn about some people mm -hmm. that person we've been married 27 years 28 years this year and we're still learning about each other so it's just the point that you have enough and you feel comfortable that you know this person enough to be in a relationship to the point of taking it to the next level and being serious with the person. I see. Okay. One other part that I wanted to share is when it talks about evaluating your relationship, mm -hmm. it says, ask your friends, ask your family, talk to your counselor if you have one and get their opinion of what they see that you might not see. Mm. Is this a good relationship? Do you see something that I don't see? sometimes we don't realize the person is disrespecting us or we don't realize you know i don't think that person really care about you the way you think they do mm -hmm. and because we 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 are so in love or so caught up in the moment we don't see the whole picture or we excuse it so this is the time also that you ask different people of just what they think how do you feel about this person mm. So you can and be have willing a, to hear the truth. Yes. And 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 make a decision off that before you commit long term of is this is what do they see? Mm -hmm. And look for it. Because when you first meet somebody in that interview stage or that dating beginning dating stage, you see what you want to see. You want to see the best of the person because you want it to work. Yes. You know, it's when when you start seeing their flaws and say, I can deal with that and I can't deal with that. You have to look for the flaws. Everybody has flaws. Yeah, that, that reminds me of something I wrote down too because the tough part uh, that some people will have is that they might not want to give up the time they have uh, been with that person to lead the relationship. Yeah, that, that's the hard part. Right, so there's a lot of time and even these things are happening. So that's why you have to act on it quickly. Yes, yes. Because the more time you put in the relationship, the harder it is to leave the relationship. Because mm -hmm. it's like, I put so much energy in, 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 and I invested so much in it. And look at look at it now. Yeah. Okay. And it, that's, a, that's a very interesting um, chapter then. So now, did you want to go over some of the uh, self-reflection questions? You was going to pick one for the audience to do at home. Well... Part, so number four says, what part might previous life experiences play in helping you assess your, assess your, excuse me, assess you and your partner's compatibility? How about you so, read it again? Yeah, I kind of fumbled that a little bit, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what part might previous life experiences play in helping you assess your and your partner's compatibility? So that's a question that uh, you can consider, think about, uh, take some time to bounce off each other because um, um, there's a lot of insight. So like I said, this book is very, uh, very meaty and you can talk for a very long time about some of this stuff. Yeah. And taking right? the time to really know the person, that's the most important part and about this And that's the patience. Chapter. That's the time. See, that's a lot of, th that is where I think we as a culture, where we are now, because mm -hmm. everything is so quick. 
give it to me now, give me to me now, give me to it quick. I don't want to wait that long. I, why, why do I have to wait six months yeah. when I can get it now? So, um, but for the long-term benefits, you need to slow down a little bit and don't expect everything so quickly. And don't expect to change the person. So if you do see a bad habit or you see something you don't like in their character or what they do, mm -hmm. don't please don't go into it of, okay, when we get married, then I can change that person. Mm. Or even, even before they get married, I can change the person. Yeah. Don't please don't go in that mindset. Because everybody has their, I mean, because everybody do have their you know their journey that they have to go on mm -hmm. there's lessons to be learned uh, we have been taught the wrong things so there's things to be unlearned mm -hmm. right so there's people have their journeys to go on yeah so. and during your marriage and during your time together you're going to grow mm -hmm. you're not going to stay the same you're both going to grow to become better people mm -hmm. but you can't have that mindset of they won't do this or they're not going to do this once we get married they're only doing this because we're dating or they only do this because of this yeah no you have to take them the way they are right now you you find the flaws and then figure out can i live with this long term and then you got to be able to separate those blatant outright outrageous kind of character flaws and make that like, decision is this what i really like, truly want yeah, racism or or uh, abuse mm -hmm. alcohol i mean there are some things that um, you definitely there there are definitely red flags mm -hmm. that you probably don't want to be a part of yeah and you have to go in with your eyes open can are how are they financially yes and how is it going to work yes okay all right, so that wraps up uh, chapter two. Then it was a very good chapter. So, is there any uh, anything else that you want to like, kind of just leave with the audience? One last tidbit of something? Um, no, I can't think of anything right now. It's just when they read the book, just take your time. It's not a long, heavy chapter, but it's deep inside, and it's set up for you to just think and process mm -hmm. it's not set up for you to just read and, and go to the next page it's set up to read a paragraph and just think about it okay and and, and evaluate your life and, and your thoughts and your actions and what's going on in your relationship and then do the do the next paragraph and do the same thing gotcha so it's not set up of just a rush read oh i agree with that i agree with that so okay so if you have any questions uh, or comments please leave them below and um, we will see you next time on chapter three when we talk about Ask to Dance, asking for a commitment. Thank you for listening. Take care now. Bye-bye.